Hi there, welcome to Shiloh Tabernacle London. We're located in South East London in Woolwich Dockyard, Block 1, Unit 9, Dockyard Industrial Estate, Woolwich Church Street, SC18 5PQ. Join us for our Bible study every Friday from 7.30 to 9pm and you can't miss our Sunday services packed with prayer, vibrant worship and a powerful word. First service is 9am to 10.30 followed by our family service from 10.30 to 12.30. And now for the best part, let's get into the word. About uh, supporting prayer with a vow. Hallelujah supporting your prayer with a vow. When we are in situations like this, um, in, in, you usually make vows in, uh, when we are praying. Lord, if you do this, I will do that. Lord, if you do this, I will do the other. Hallelujah. So it's good to, when you see a man or woman um, coming to a point of supporting their prayer with a vow, you know that they're in a desperate position. They're in a desperate place. And um, it's good to do that good to do that uh, because in most cases our vows um, add weight to our prayer hallelujah what is a vow thou although what is a vow <clears throat> um, the hebrew word for vow is nada which means to dedicate to dedicate it's a serious promise it's a serious pledge it's a serious promise so whenever we are making those vows we need to be serious. Hallelujah. In the Bible, vows were made before God. You know, uh, a vow performs an act or a refrain uh, from something. So vows played a very important role in um, the worship of Israel regarding especially individual commitment to God. So a vow is a commitment, by the way. It's not just something that you just say out of pain or out of distress. Hallelujah. So, but in the children of Israel, especially in times of distress, you know, um, they would seriously, seriously consider um, making vows before God. And if you make a vow before God and you are serious about it, God is a God, is, an, uh, is a vow honoring God. He honors vows he honors them hallelujah he will honor your vow in the name of jesus christ the son of the living god so we see examples in the bible of men um, making vows and i think the first one that we want to look at is um, in genesis chapter 25 um, where we see the young man jacob fleeing his uh, his brother he's fleeing his brother and we know the reason the reason is that he's, uh, he's just stolen his, uh, his birthright, something which started in the womb, something, by the way, that is not his, uh, his doing. Like we said, it started in the womb. Some of these things that we are suffering started in the womb, by the way. They started even before we are here. I think, I don't know which week it was, there was somebody that was teaching about the man that was uh, crippled um, from birth, you know. This man that used to beg for arms at the beautiful gate, he was crippled from birth. What he was suffering was not his own doing. Some of us are suffering things that are not our own doing. 
you know, even before we were here, they, they, they started. So this young man, the battles that he's fighting, the battles that Jacob is fighting are not, are not battles that, that he invented. These are battles that started even before he saw the, surface, the, the, the face of the earth. Can you imagine? So he grew up a very, very cunning young man, the Bible tells us. Um, yet his brother was steeped in, in hunting. While his brother was steeped in hunting for him, where was he? He was always in, indoors. He was always indoors scheming. He was always indoors planning. Hallelujah. As an underdog, he was always, you know, scheming for how to get on top. <laughs> so, of course, uh, things happen and uh, he steals his, uh, his brother's birthright, of course, helped by his mother. And uh, the situation becomes worse. There is um, a grudge. It deepens. And Esau plots to kill his brother. And we see Jacob fleeing. So Jacob is fleeing, fleeing from his, um, from his brother, running away from his brother because his brother is against him, wants to kill him. So we find in Genesis chapter 28, chapter 28, um, um, you know, we, we, we see him coming to a place after running a whole day, he comes to a place in Genesis chapter 28, verse 10. He comes to a place and he's tired and he just, you know what? He just sleeps. Sleep takes over. Sleep is a thief. However, however you know, distressed you are, sleep will come and take over. In, G in Genesis chapter 28, verse 10, the Bible says, Now, when, now Jacob went out from Bathsheba and went toward Haran. <clears throat> so he came to a certain place and stayed there all night. Why? Because the sun had set. And then he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head. That was his pillow for that night. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Excuse me there. So he took the pillow, which is the stone in this case, and he lay down on it to, uh, to sleep. The Bible says in verse 12, then he dreamed and behold, a ladder was set up on earth and his top touched, reached heaven and there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. <clears throat> in verse 13, and behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. Mm -hmm. And the land on which you lie, he says, I will give to you and your descendants. You know, when we're in this, in most, in most of these um, desperate situations, that's when God speaks. He knows how to speak. That's why you need to be listening whenever you are, you know, <clears throat> whether in sickness, whether you're in, in a tight corner, you need to be listening. God speaks. So he says in verse 14, also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west and to the east, <coughs> to the north, to the south, and in you and in your, in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So he repeats the blessing that he had spoken to his father, um, Abraham, hmm? his grandfather, Abraham. Then he says, I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken of you. Verse 16, then Jacob woke up from his sleep and said, surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. 
and he was afraid and said, how awesome it is, how awesome is this place? There's none other than the, this is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. <clears throat> Verse 18, then Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put at his head, set it up as a pillar, and poured oil on top of it, and he called the name of that place Bethel. Mm. But the name of that city had been loose previously. Verse 20, then Jacob made a vow. Then Jacob made a vow. <laughs> did you hear the man? He made a vow. What did he say? If, the, if God be with me, if you be with me and keep me in this way that I am going and give me bread to eat and clothes to put on, so that I come back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. <clears throat> and this stone, which I have set as a pillar, shall be God's house. And of, and of all that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. And this is where some people get it wrong and get, it, get convoluted when it comes to the tithe. They say the tithe is the law and all that thing. This is happening before. This man is, is mentioned. The tithe is mentioned even before we talk about the law. This is a man who knows God. He makes a vow. Prays for protection. Prays for provision. And he prays for guidance. Protection. God, if you be with me. Provision. If you give me bread and raiment guidance if you keep me on this way that i go and bring me back to my father's house in one piece then he says i will give a tithe <laughs> that was his vow and we know that god was with him he goes into leban's house and he finds his uncle even a more experienced trickster he was at another level Jacob was at this level because his name is Trickster. He has just tricked his brother, but he finds another Trickster who is at another level. He finds a, 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 a more serious Mufere. <clears throat> hmm? Exploits him, you know, he ends up working 14 years <laughs> to get the love of his life. We know the story, but God blessed him. He blessed his, his children. He blessed him with livestock, just like he had prayed. Hallelujah. And it was time to go back home. So he, as we see him in Genesis chapter 31, he flees from, he's fleeing his past, getting out of Lebanon's house. You know, we see him facing, his, 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 um, facing God when he wrestles with God in Genesis chapter 32. And um, he reminds God of his word in Bethel, gripped with fear not knowing what Esau will do to him. He sticks behind and prays and fights and wrestles with the angel until his name is, is changed, until his, his real blessings are given to him. But then we see that he's a man who goes back. He goes back to Bethel. He goes back to that place. You need to go back. You see, when you make a vow, I'm just going to stop here uh, because I just want us to transition. When you make a vow, make sure that you make good of it. Because the Bible says that we should not be hasty in making vows if we're not going to be good at, um, you know, make them good or follow through them. 
Many of us, when we are in situations, in tough, in tough corners, we make vows in prayer. Lord, if you do this, I'll do that. And even right now, you are still making vows, yet you did not fulfill the other one. If you give me a job, I will serve you. If you give me a job, I will give you this. I will give, I will give here, I will do that. Whatever it is that you promised God. This morning, God is asking you, where is that vow that you made? Before you make more vows, because supporting prayer with a, with a vow is very crucial. But it's very crucial to those men and women who are good, who are good at making sure that they accomplish what they vowed before God. You understand, child of God? So some of us are stuck in prayer. We are praying and praying and praying. But God is saying, there's something that you vowed that you have not yet fulfilled. This morning, as we come to a close of this session, I want you to, 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 uh, to play, you know, a um, tape in your mind and remember is there any vow that you have made before the Lord that you have not accomplished, that you have not seen through that you have not followed through could it be an impediment to your prayer could it be an impediment to your life check yourselves this morning as I check myself as we continue to pray and make vows before God let us make sure that we make good the vows that we spoke of before in the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Father, we give you the praise, the honor and the glory. We glorify you because you are worthy. We glorify you because you are a God who honors vows. And heavenly father, king of kings, where we have not honored our vows, my father, this morning, king of kings, we will surrender our lives into your hands and pray that you will have mercy upon us, king of kings. Give us the unction to honor them in the name above every other name. We give you praise in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you so much for listening to this sermon and I know you've been blessed. For more information about Shiloh Tabernacle and other sermons, please visit our website www.shiloh.org.uk and don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Shiloh LDN once again that's at Shiloh LDN you've been listening to Shiloh Tabernacle London changing lives, building dreams until next time God bless